A From Dublin to Cleveland production. Hello and welcome to From Dublin to Cleveland. I am your host, as always, Logan Howard. And I am joined today by two people, not just one. I am joined, um, first of all, by Brendan Thomas Merritt, as usual. Brendan, how are you today? I'm great. Always great. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. And we have a special guest this week. Um, She will be giving us Bible trivia um, and the such. Um, It is Johanna Hughes. Hello. So, Johanna, um, before we get going, just give a quick, a quick description slash who you are and why you're here. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, why am I here? Okay. um, All right. So, like Logan said, my name is Johanna. Um, We actually met on the same Blimey Cow um, fan supporter page as Logan and Brendan did. So um, we've known each other since January. And um, when Logan and Brendan started this podcast, I uh, started listening to it and I was like, this is cool. And they asked for suggestions um, for different things to do. So I suggested this game that um, I will not take credit for because it's been done many times before. (laughs) But um, Bible trivia. So Basically, how um, we're going to set this up is I have questions for Brendan and Logan, and um, they're a mix of New Testament, Old Testament. Um, Some are slightly harder than others, (laughs) but um, all of them are, you know, if you've read through the Bible, you'll probably get most of these. So anyway, so um, I have them set up. So I'm going to go back and forth, ask Brendan a question, ask Logan a question, And if one of them can't answer the question, I'll give it to the other one. And um, if they can, it's an extra point for them. Um, And if not, I can give them hints. (laughs) I don't, I don't, I think most of these will be okay. But, um, you know, and they are not multiple choice, but I will make them multiple choice if we come to a bump in the road and neither of them can answer them. Uh, I just want to make a quick comment before we go. And Brendan has put on his cool right. glasses. I think he thinks he's smarter than me. And <laughs> he was waiting for this moment to put them on. <laughs> I mean, we're all wearing glasses, so. I bet Lev types. That's all it was. Insecurity. Brendan, do you use those to read? Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm driving. But uh, today I'm oh wearing them so I can see Logan's tears of sorrow when he loses. Okay, reading and driving. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I, you I what army? Answer the questions correctly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the arm of the most high god. Army of one. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh boy all right any more trash talking before we start 
No, I think I'm good. <laughs> Alrighty. You're good. Okay. After this quiz, COVID will be the least of your problems. Alrighty. Actually, yes. Okay, so I'll talk. <laughs> what? <laughs> Alrighty. All right, so I'm going to start off with Brandon. Since beforehand, um, Brandon already stated that he likes questions on the Old Testament. So we'll start with one from the Old Testament for Brandon. And then Logan, if you want to steal it, then um, if Brandon can't answer the question, you can go ahead and answer. So actually, I'm going to go easy. I'm not going to um, ask for all of the names. So the question is, name the 12 sons of Jacob. But I will not make you name all 12. If you don't know all 12, you can name. Hmm. How about nine? Nine of the 12. Sons of Jacob? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, sure. Uh, let's see. There was... Joseph, Benjamin, let's see, I can do this. Naphtali, Zebedee, Asherdan. Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, two more scallywags. Let's see, that's already 10. <laughs> Zebulun and Gad. Okay, I think I've got 11. I think I've got 11 of them. Let's see. Reuben was the oldest of the children of Israel. But oh no, there's a song. Yeah, I think I got eleven. <laughs> like the books of the Bible song, you'll never forget. Yep. I'm doing like the Technicolor Dreamcoat song You're doing in my great, head. By the way, Reuben was the oldest of the children of Israel. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I got it, 11. Dinah was the daughter. So that's, that's, that's you know, 12 kids. I get it. You know, yeah, I was like, I can give it to you. So you said Zebedee, which Zebulun oh, sorry, is sorry, the Zebulun, um, son. Zebedee is in the... Sorry, the, oh, yeah. Zebulun. James and John's father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zebulun. And the last one is Issachar. Ah. Yeah. It's got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, but that was good. I'm impressed. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Logan, <laughs> can you name, I'll say, well, since Brendan got 11, I'm going to say 10. Name 10 of the disciples of Jesus. 10 of the disciples of Jesus. Okay, so we've got Peter. Uh -huh. We have John, James. So that takes care of the big three. Um, we have <laughs> Judas, not Iscariot. Judas Iscariot. <laughs> 
Um, we have Matthew. Um, almost said Mark, but it's not Mark. <laughs> um, uh, so we have Matthew. Um, uh, oh, his name's on the tip of my tongue. Um, oh no! Why has my why have you betrayed me, my brain? <laughs> um. Uh, wow, this is not going well. Um, how many am I at? Am I at like seven or eight now? Um, I think you're at six. You said Peter, James, John, Matthew, Judas Iscariot, and Judas not not Iscariot. <clears throat> okay. Um. So there's four more. <laughs> Isn't there another James? Isn't there two James? Like James the Lesser or something like that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Um, mm. Oh. Do you want a hint? It's not, These names are on the tip of my tongue, so it probably do. Okay, one of them um, has the nickname of Doubting. Thomas. The one, yep, mm-hmm. So that's eight. Um, one was called the Zealot. Simon. And... Um, Andrew, right. Andrew, Andrew. I'm missing oh, three. Andrew. Yes, there you go. You got <laughs> the other two were uh, Philip and Bartholomew or Nathaniel. Philip was the one I for- was I All remembered, right. but I couldn't right, remember job. his name. <laughs> <laughs> like I know one of them starts with a P, but okay. <laughs> All right. Um. All right, Brendan. What four women are named in Jesus' lineage in Matthew? Ooh, let's see. Um, Rahab the prostitute. Ruth. Bathsheba. Let's see. I think Mary is mentioned in Luke. Is it Eve? No, maybe Eve's in Luke. Yeah, Mary isn't one Mary. of them in Matthew. <laughs> Do you want a hint? Oh, well, 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 uh, I've mentioned four. So Rahab, Bathsheba, Ruth and Mary. Uh Uh-huh. Oh. No. Not Mary. Okay. The last one, I'll give you a hint. Um she (laughs) she slept with Judah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Tamer. 
Yep. Yeah. You got Cheers. it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was a um, mess of That's an obscure story of the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Logan. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it's in the Bible, so got to put it in there. <laughs> um, I know, yes. Uh, all right, Logan. Who were Moses's parents? Who were Moses's parents? Um, they mm-hmm. were. What are their names? Oh, what are their names? Oh no, I don't know their names. Why would I know their names? <laughs> all I know, all I know about this story is that he ends up. I can give you the first letter of their names if you want. I don't know if that will help, but you can try. <laughs> <laughs> all right. His father's name starts with an A, and his mother's name starts with a J. And if you give up, Brendan can try. <laughs> um, think I'm just gonna give up because the only thing that's coming to my brain in terms of a J is either JL or Jephtha, and that isn't right. So <laughs> I'm not going with that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, Brendan, you want to try? Isn't his mother's name something like Joshua or something? Um. Mm-hmm. Yep. Joshua and his Joshua J O C H A B E D. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't and know how you technically name... pronounce it in the Hebrew, but <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's not. Let's see. I'm gonna try. I feel like I should start. I mean, the Jeopardy theme, but it might be copyright, so (laughs) I'm gonna. (laughs) Close. It's Amram. I'll give you half a point for that. That was good. Okay. (laughs) Amram. Yep. All right. Um. Okay, so it's back to Brendan. Um, who recognized Jesus as Messiah when he was presented at the temple as a baby? Um, oh, this is the woman who'd been widowed for several Priest, decades. I believe. Um, Hannah? The prophetess? No. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think there are two because there was a priest, well, there, there and then two. I'm pretty there, sure there, there was, was also the woman that you were thinking of. There was like the priest and there was the prophetess. And you're for the priest's name. Because there was the prophetess mm-hmm. woman who had been married uh, for a very short time and widowed for like her entire most of her life, and she just like lived in the temple, just like hung around there. And then there was like the high yeah. priest who um he was kind of just like lingering on until the day he saw the Messiah. Mm-hmm. And then after he saw Jesus, he's like, I'm done. I'm just you know gave yeah. up on life. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. So I will take either one of their names if you know it. <laughs> okay. I think the woman is Hannah. Not Hannah. Um, That's very close. <laughs> oh, Anna. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yep. Anna was a woman. And then the priest was um, Simeon. Simeon. That would have All been right. my guess. I would have guessed Simeon. Okay. Simeon and Rebecca. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I think you're, mi- you're mixing a few um, <laughs> stories here. But anyway. Okay. Um, Logan. What's the shortest book in the New Testament? The shortest book in the New Testament is the book of Jude. Uh Uh-huh. No. (laughs) It's not. This is according to Google, so I don't know how accurate it is. The other one's Philemon. Philemon is like a verse shorter, I think. (laughs) No. It's neither of those. Should I give you a hint? What do you mean it's neither or of should those? should I give it to Brendan? You should give it to Brendan, but I don't think this is right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you you Google? Okay, we can, we can fact check this later, but... <laughs> All right, I will Brendan. Google it. Don't Give it, don't give it to Brendan. Google. Apparently those two are wrong. Brendan, what's the answer? Um, Brendan, Brendan, do you have a guess? John 3. Third John. It's Third John, isn't it? No. It's not Third John. I'm backtracking and making sure. Oh, boy. Because my first guess would have been Philemon. Okay, all right. So according to Google, Jude (laughs) is one of the shortest books of the Bible. But what I read said it was Second John. Possibly. It's one chapter and 13 verses. I think they're going by verses, verses, <laughs> verses, verses, um, how long the book actually is, because the oh. verses could be shorter or longer. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was a bad question. I can throw that out. I should have. Um, I should have gone to the according to what standard. All right, I'll throw that question out. <laughs> Mistakes. <laughs> that was a bad question. Okay, Logan. Logan, I'll give you a different question. Okay. All right. Um, this might be easier. <laughs> Who wrote the book of Acts? Uh, Luke. Luke wrote the book of Acts. Yes! Good job. All right. I almost said Paul, right, Brendan, but I know it's not um, Paul. <laughs> which gospel records... I was hoping you would say Paul, because I knew that it was Luke. <laughs> no, not exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Brendan. <laughs> Brendan, which gospel records the fewest of Jesus' miracles? Ooh. According to what standard? (laughs) 
the Bible. <laughs> okay, well, I know Matthew primarily. Wrote I mean, the I, I guess it can depend on what you consider a miracle, but I think yeah. it's fairly straightforward. Well, so Matthew really emphasized that Jesus was king of the uh-huh. Jews, so they were probably anticipating a miracle man. Um, I know Mark is a very action-packed book, so there are probably lots of miracles there. Um, I know Luke gives a very historical account, and John is very in with the touchy-feely emotional aspects. I'm tempted to say Luke because there's so much history there. But I know that when John writes at the Last Supper, that goes on for ages and it's just talking, 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 talking. So maybe John. <laughs> Should I give you a hint before you answer? Is that right? It, <laughs> it um, maybe. It may, it is one of those four, but it may possibly be what you initially were thinking. Don't think too hard. That's what I'm trying to say. You know what? I'd I'd originally thought Luke, but I said John. I think it'd be cheeky to start changing the answer. So I I said John, so I'll leave it John. No, it's not John. Logan, do you want to try? Okay, was was it Luke? Is it is it Luke? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's Matthew actually. So what you, Brendan, what you were saying initially okay. with okay. Matthew being written to the Jews? Apparently, I didn't know this. Um, Matthew has the least amount of miracles recorded. Um. All right. Okay. Logan. How many days did Jesus appear to his disciples after the resurrection? You said how many days after the resurrection? How many days did Jesus appear to his disciples after the resurrection? How okay. many days? Like, was so it like-, like how, okay, I'm confused here. So how many days after the resurrection? So like, you know, he rose again. From when? Correct. Then, so he was raised. He, when was he seen first? And then he ascended the time between that time. The time between the time. <laughs> no. Uh, the time he was with the disciples from when he rose again and yeah. they saw him to when he ascended. Oh, like the amount of days in terms of the between. The I will take points. a rough estimate. Between the two points. Correct. Okay. Not yes. how many days after the resurrection. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did he see them? <laughs> no. <laughs> There's commas. Sorry, there, I'm missing commas It was a here, poorly so phrased question. It, this is not from me. This is from somewhere else. I'm sorry. I can say comma if you want me to in the question. It's always me. Comma. How many days? Um, comma. <laughs> so if I assume... Did he appear for... So I assume you're you're just inferring the p- length of period between point A and point B. So his resurrection to his, yeah. to his uh, ascension into heaven. How many days is that? 
I'm just going to go with that, and I'm going to say mm-hmm. it was 40 days. Correct. 40 days and 40 nights, approximately. Good job, yes. <laughs> that was a lot of stalling there, but you got the answer, so. I didn't know what you asked. It could have been, how many times did Jesus see um, them? In how many, how many days did he spend with them in length? I don't know. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> Okay, all right. You got the right answer. Moving on. <laughs> all right. Um, Brendan, who was Adam's third son? That's a good question. <laughs> um, Seth? Because we know Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel, Cain, Abel, Seth? Who was the third one? Yeah. Yes. Then was Seth the next one? All right. Um, Logan. Yes. Yep. Seth was the third one. All right. So, Logan, um, (laughs) hopefully you don't have a problem with this question. (laughs) All right. At the census conducted by Moses in the first chapter of Numbers, which of the 12 tribes was the smallest? The smallest tribe? Um, mm-hmm. At the beginning of Numbers, they start numbering all of the tribes and which one had the least amount of people. <clears throat> well, uh, the two that come to my mind are Manasseh and Benjamin. And Benjamin, because he's the youngest, so he'd have less time to accumulate children. But, um, (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with it. It's Benjamin. I'm gonna guess Benjamin. Nope. I can I can give it to Brendan, but um, he may get an automatic point. <laughs> Just give it to him. No, it wasn't Benjamin. <laughs> Brendan, you want to say the right answer? Manasseh, <laughs> the half tribe, Manasseh. Yes, it was Manasseh. I'll throw that one out. Logan got it down to like two people and that wasn't fair. Anyway. <laughs> I'll give you a half point. There you go. All right. Ooh, this is another fun one. Um, all right, Brendan. What is the last word in the Old Testament? According to the regular structure. So this is the end of Malachi 4. Judgments. It's fairly ironic, actually, if you think about it. Close. It's actually very close. I can give you a hint if you want. It's kind of, um, this word is a theme through the Old Testament. 
and um god did this to his people as a form oh sorry of and curse curses yep mm-hmm. all right logan is this the last question <clears throat> who was the king of the southern kingdom <laughs> do you want it to be um well who went first i can get it off now if you want i have a few more to go was brendan first or did i go first brendan went first okay do two more for me one more for him we'll do it that way no brendan went first two more for you one more for him okay uh all right well now i have to pick and choose which ones i want to do uh, Please pause for station identification while Johanna does this. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. All right, Logan. Um, who was David's first wife? David's first wife. Um, Michael. Or McCall, as I've heard some people call her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. Brendan. The prophet Hosea was commanded to marry this woman, though she was a harlot. What was her name? Gomer. Mm-hmm. Or as I call her, Goner, because he woke up one morning. Um, yeah. All right, so this is the last one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I always found that story peculiar. I was like, okay, Lord, I know you're teaching him something and making him an example, but. That was a rough marriage. That's what anyway. we call a hard ass. Um, all right, last one. <laughs> yes. All right, the last question for Logan. What is the longest verse in the Bible? Also, I'll give you a bonus point if you can say the shortest verse in the Bible. Hmm. Well, the shortest verse is Jesus wept. Um. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you half a point for that. <laughs> the longest verse in the Bible. You don't have to quote the longest verse. Just all you have to do is say what book it's in. Hmm. I'm trying to think of a really long, like somebody's just given dialogue. I can give you a hint if you're stumped. Okay, I'll take a hint. Yes, it's, um, so this verse, okay, is in the middle of us. It's actually towards the end of a story. And it's kind of enumerating all of these things that need to happen. Um, it's not exactly laws, but <laughs> I can give you a pretty big hint. <laughs> the uh, book is focused on a woman. Oh, 
Okay, that hint makes me think something different than what I was thinking before. Um, <laughs> but I'm not going to say what I just what it just changed my thinking to. So um, I'm going to say it's the book of Esther. Yes. Good job. Yes, it is Esther 8-9, which if anyone wants to look it up after this, go right ahead. <laughs> I did. I confess, I did not know that was the longest verse until I looked it up today and I was like, oh my goodness. It was very long. It just goes on and on. I would think it was something in like Paul's epistles because he his sentence structure just kind of like goes on forever. It does. But I guess the verse marks in um, his letters divide up his sentences so it's not a whole sentence. Oh. apparently the old testament they're like we'll just keep that whole sentence together i see i see okay yeah so anyway there we go good job guys if you want to know uh brendan you won seven to five and a half <laughs> i have a formal protest <laughs> it was a good effort all around <laughs> those formal questions protest. were hard <laughs> i have to say as i was preparing the questions that as I was preparing the questions, I was like, you know, some of these I probably wouldn't be able to get if people asked me off the ball. Informal protest. But uh, you guys were on it this morning. So. <laughs> Maybe I'll make, if, if something like this happens again, I'll make a very easy one where you're like, okay, I'm getting all the answers. This is like a piece of cake. No, yes. these hard ones or, were good, actually. Yeah, they I, were don't good. I don't know. Anyway, um, for our scripture reading. You like them? Okay, good. Yes, they, they were okay. <laughs> um, for our scripture reading this week, we are going to be in Psalm 61, um, verse 2. Um, so I will read that for us this morning. Um, From the ends of the earth, I will cry to you. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Um, Johanna, since you're our guest, what uh, what do you like or what do you feel this verse is talking about? So um, I really like this verse because it kind of fits in. Um period of life we're in right now with, you know, things happening in the world. And sometimes you can look around and get depressed or really stressed out by, um, I've had friends who've had family members pass away recently, or people who are sick, or, you know, other things happening in the world where you just kind of like question why God is allowing this to happen, or um, some people can question the goodness of God. So I look at the psalm as um, one of the psalms that David wrote that he's just crying out to God. And he's saying um, he's crying to him from the ends of the earth and his heart is overwhelmed. But lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And the passage goes on later to say that God is a shelter. He's a strong tower. He's um, there for us when we need him. We can always rely on him and his goodness. And he isn't going to let us down. He's um, understands all of the trials that we are going through and um, he's always there for us and offers his comfort and his peace through all of it and I mean that's a real comfort for me um, whenever I come to a point where I'm like 
so stressed out with work or, you know, what's going on at home or um, pretty much anything in your daily life that you can lean on him and that he's always with you and um, that he truly is our rock. And um, he, you know, comforts us and is with us and um, really is the only one really that we can rely on um, that's always there for us. Uh, Brendan, what would you like to add? Yeah, um, I think it's an amazing psalm to lift up as a prayer when you're going through a difficult time. Um, because the thing with a rock is that it's <laughs> it's big enough, and we know God is very big. It's immovable. It's unshakable. It's a firm foundation, and it's solid. And when you go through a season like we're in right now, where <laughs> everything that can be shaken is being shaken, um, you know, people, governments, structures, countries, people's common sense. Um, yeah, God is the firm foundation, the rock on which we stand. And if we keep standing on him and remain planted in him and put our roots down in him, we will not be shaken no matter what trials or tribulations come our way. And... You know, you can also look at God as a big, mighty mountain. And in that sense, when we align our perspective with his and we see things from an aerial or heavenly perspective, it helps put everything else in its proper place. So we won't freak out when things begin changing or when so-and-so says something or things didn't turn out the way we thought they would. Because we've got a much wider scope um, into the seen and unseen realm, time and eternity. Um, and also to see how God moves even in disasters and works all things together for the good of his kids. Yeah. Um, I guess the the thing I would just add on top of it is just I, I just like this picture of a rock that's higher than we are. And I mean, we talked about rock and rocks are firm and they're strong and they are um, and they they're 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 tough. It's hard to break rocks. Um, and that's exactly who God is like we can rely on him. We can hold on to him, cling to him. And he's higher than us, meaning that he's above and he sees what's going on in our lives. He sees what's going on in our um, daily walks and struggles. And he knows, he knows what's happening. He knows why that's happening. And he has a reason and a purpose for everything that we're going through, whether we see it or not in this earth, that's another topic altogether. But, um, but he, he is there. And so when we cry out to him, when we, when our heart is sad, when we're going through things that we're like, what, why does this make sense? Why is this happening to me or to my family or in the world? We can look at him and know that he is the rock and that he is above. He knows what's going on. He's in control and we can cling to him. We can, as the rest of that chapter says, he, we can rely on his shelter and go to him as a strong tower 
abiding with him forever and trust in the shelter of his wings like a um, like a mama bird. We can just go to him and cling to him and trust and rely completely on him. And that's an awesome, awesome thing. So um, I guess changing changing topics. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, to get into cold of me and Brendan, um, that would be at lhawa62 at WGU. You can tell us how I was robbed. And um, this was the... <laughs> I should have had the, 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 the I had the hardest questions, and it was not fair. Um, formal and informal protests. Um, I will make sure they get sent to Johanna, and she will read all of these nasty comments about how it was unfair and all this stuff. Um, but if you don't want to send that, that's okay too. Um, if you'd ever like to be on the show, you can send us a message there. If you're like, hey, Johanna's a, a very important part of this podcast. It was trash beforehand, but now Johanna's on it. Um, we'll talk, okay? No promises. Um, but anyway, <laughs> thank you so much for listening this morning or afternoon or evening. Um, anything you guys want to add before I sign everybody off? <laughs> Yeah, I just like to incite that Bible verse that says, I'm good. Thank you guys for, for letting me come on. And say, You're beaten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and on that note, can't wait to beat you. Thank you so time. much for joining us. Have a good, have a good day, a good week, and we'll see you next week.